Okay, cool, it works. Oh. The only thing annoying okay, thing is... The only annoying thing is, um... I think it's rec it recorded in mono, or whatever, because you can hear... I can hear on myself talk on the left side, and I can hear yourself talk on the right side. Okay. So that's the only drawback to it, but... Can you can you sync it in, uh, or fix it in I'll Audacity when you edit? I'll try. I will try. Okay. But okay. I, I guess for now. We'll, we'll do for now. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll see how it works out. Yeah. I'm not, um... Not, uh... Too upset. <laughs> okay. Uh, no one listens to us uh, anyway, so. What's that? No one listens to us anyway, so... Really matter. Hey, we're practicing. We gotta practice. It's true. It's true. We're practicing, so when someone does listen, haha. Did you rep our podcast yesterday? No. Let me rep the podcast. Let's throw it oh, out. Oh, Zeb, Zeb is talking about like, I mean, I should start listening to your podcast. I'm like, yeah. Who? Zeb. Who's that one? Zebediah? No, uh, he's like the big guy from. He's uh, he usually goes five thirty, six thirty. Oh, I, I don't know. You, you'll see him, like, if you look at the gym's pictures, he's a little... Because he, he plays, like, uh, soccer, rugby with those guys, so... So he's going to start listening to the Wadcast podcast? What's that? He's, uh, he's going to start listening to the Wadcast podcast? No, our podcast. Oh, our, our podcast. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So. Should we start? Uh, sure. Let me pull up what we're going to talk about. I'm going to pull up the leaderboard, because right now... Oh, yeah. We should probably do that. Uh... Can you hear my clicks on my, um, get it, my side? Um, no. Can you hear that? Wait, uh, let's see. Maybe not right now, but when you get it, when you get it, you hear that? Yeah, I can hear that a little bit. But it's fine, don't worry about it. Okay. Okay, let's, alright, well, well, Pacific's done, so we can probably start with that. Uh, oh, talk about Rhett. Oh, yeah, talk about Rhett. Like, I, I, I read the Insider, some of the Insiders. I didn't read the uh, Convergence one, and I didn't read the... Uh, Who else was out? It was Rhett, Convergence, and one more. Oh, I don't know. I only care about the Convergence. Ah, uh, the Retribution. Yeah. That's all I uh, care about. Shoot. Uh, trolls. Oh, yeah, Trolls. Trolls came out too, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah, so, okay. Well, we'll just talk about that and see what it is. Okay. So, go ahead. Let's start this. You wanna count? Okay, countdown. Three, two, one. And I'm Riddell. Yeah, tonight will be the duo tonight, so hopefully, I think Val will chime in a little later. Yeah, we'll see if we can get him on. Um, so, it's just going to be us two for the most part, and uh, we're going to get into more across the discussion and have a little bit of a war game introduction as a general. Yep. Um, a general introduction and not necessarily focus on one game altogether. We'll try, we'll try to go into Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll try our best to talk about, like... What are the different types of war games out there, and um, also, um, yeah, the cost of getting into it. Yeah. 
how much so, but before, before we get to that, though, let's get into our CrossFit discussion. The regionals, uh, regionals started. Yep, regionals started. Um, Pacific. If you're listening to this uh, later on, Pacific just finished today, which mm-hmm. is Sunday. At least uh, Guam time. Guam time, yeah. The California and South regional. To be just done did. tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah. It would be done, should be done by the time you listen to this. Um, so far from the Pacific side, you have um, at number one, Rob Forte. Number two, James, James Newberry. Three is Con Porter. Uh, four is Zeke Grove. And five is Mitchell Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Now, if you didn't watch the... If you didn't watch the... Um, the regional for Pacific it was actually really, really exciting. At least the last event, because, because Con Porter was just sitting at sixth, mm. and he he needed to win, yeah, or at least um, beat Zeke Grove was sitting at five okay. at the uh, at event six. So man, when you saw that, uh, when you saw that event go down, mm. like Con Porter just went out like a mad dog, and he was so quick. I think he has the event record right now at like two twenty seven. But Zeke, he was actually losing to Zeke Grove, and he, he, Zeke Grove got no repped on a, a rope climb. Ooh. So, like, Tom Porter just took off from there. Nice. Yeah, so, it was, it was really interesting. It's, it was, like, the same way um, for the California Regional with um, Josh Bridges in one of the events. I think it was... Um, I haven't seen that one. Uh... It was Josh Bridges and Christian Lucero. They were trying to... Uh, they're battling for first place on event two. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, so like. It's like Christian Lucero. Yeah, and like Josh Bridges only like three seconds back. Yeah. Right oh, now, five points. Yeah, like by now, um, or actually right now, uh, Josh Bridges is actually sitting atop the California Regional. Um, oh, yeah. And next under him is Rasmus Anderson. Uh, three is Henry Lopez, four is Dan Bailey, and five is Mark Philly. Oh, hey, Van's on. Oh, uh oh, Adam on. Okay, and uh, yeah, so far they're doing really well. Um, uh, I'm really excited to see what what happens tomorrow. Uh, I think I'll be at work, so I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to catch some of the live stuff. But it's actually really, it's really um exciting right now. Like Josh Bridges is just killing these workouts, man. Is he? Like, uh, yeah, because, like, you know, I mean, last year he didn't make it, so I guess, like, this year he's super determined to get back. So who are you rooting for for the California regions? Uh, California. Oh, shit. Josh Bridges and Dan Bailey. Dan Bailey. Yeah, I have Dan Bailey on my on my list. Yeah, Dan Bailey is, I don't know, I've always liked Dan Bailey. Really cool guy, really. He's, like, I think Dan Bailey and Josh Bridges are, like, my two favorites. Because mm-hmm. we're, like, so, <laughs> we're, like, five, 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 six. So that's, like, same height as me. So it's, like, yeah, short guys. For the win, <laughs> <laughs> right? You could beat the tall people. I mean, doesn't watching the regionals make you want to compete, Nick? Oh no, because like God, what, why not? That four hundred five pound deadlift. Oh, we can get like, there. It, it fires me up to want want to train, but I know realistically that I'm not going <laughs> to be anywhere near these people. I am not. I mean, hey, if I was like seventeen watching this shit, I would be okay because I'm like, you know what? I still have like maybe six years. To get really well, to really get really good, at least. Or at least train for one year straight, and then the next year we can get in. Right? Yeah. Right? But, I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. It's going to be honest. It will happen. Don't worry. It will happen. I'm there now, Nick. I'm there. Yeah, okay, because that's what I (laughs) (laughs) Two years of that English is bullshit. Okay. 
Is there anyone you're rooting for in the Pacific regionals? Uh, Pacific? Yeah. Uh, I was rooting for Colin Porter, because I really like Colin Porter. He's, um, mm. he's a very cool guy. Him, Rob Forte, main two guys that you'll, you, you usually see come out of the Pacific, so. Yeah. I was hoping someone from Asia would qualify, but everyone at the top is like, all oh, from Australia. Right. <laughs> so. But it's cool. Um, I hope the Pacific guys do well this year. Mm-hmm. But I know, like, um, on the women's side, that one was actually very fun to watch, too. It was very exciting. Uh, Carl Webb, big, man. And she's just amazing. Carl Webb uh, yeah. wrecked everything. Uh, almost swept with first places. I think she only got... Two, she three. took first four out of seven. Yeah. One, so, two, three, four. Yeah, she took fourth on the seven events. Yeah, third, fifth event, third on the second event. So she's... Man, she's awesome. Uh, Tia Toomey um, is actually also like one person to watch because she took second last mm-hmm. year, right? Or third uh, in the games. Mm-hmm. I forget. I think she took second. Um, and then uh, Alisa Boone. Uh, I'm, I think she was at the games last year too. Justine uh, Beef and Matt, Matt Adeline Sturge. I'm not sure. Yeah, Justine Beef. Yep. But the top three are, like, are normal people that you hear of most of the time. Yeah. And then California Regionals. It's not done yet, but I think at the top... Lauren Fisher's on top right now. Yeah. Uh, California right now. Lawrence. After five events, Lauren Fisher's at yeah, the top. Yeah, Lauren Fisher's... Lauren Fisher's sitting on top. And Becca I... Voigt, Jamie Hagia, Alessandra Pacelli, and Brooke Enns. Actually, really, really interesting. Um, let's see. Rebecca Voigt's actually trying to get her ninth appearance at the games. Um, Lauren Fisher didn't make it last year. To the games? Neither did. Oh, uh, yeah, because she had an injury. Oh. I think she had an injury. Jamie Higia also had an ankle injury. She's actually a, a guest host a lot on um, the Wildcast. Uh, Alessandra Pacelli, I think, made it last year. So did Brooke Hintz. Cool. Cool, cool. Um, I would hope uh, even uh, China Cho is sitting at seven, seven but she's only yeah. she's only down by six points. So if she does really well, she can just shoot back up. So who are you rooting for in the uh, the women's California? Uh, I I want to see Jamie Hagia go because mm-hmm. I I think she's uh, after after listening to like two of her um, interviews on the Wildcast. Yeah. Like, I, like um, uh, she's a basketball player. She used to play. Yeah, she is. So uh, she is the basketball player. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. And Becca Voigt. I'm going to want Becca Voigt to go because, you know, she's still going strong after, you know, after all this time doing CrossFit. Yeah. So, it, you know, she's a little <clears throat> bit older, and I was like, wow, you know, just it's very inspiring to see, you know, age, like, even though she's, you know, she's a, a little bit older, it doesn't stop her from beating all the young people. You right? Know, and, uh, see, Nick, we can be old and still do competing CrossFit. Yeah. But she's awesome when we were <laughs> way before us, so... We can be awesome, too. Yeah. All right, so South Regional. Looks like Camille LeBlanc is sitting on top. Uh, yeah, it's kind of expected. Um, To be honest, I don't know anyone else on this list except for Camille. Right? Uh, I don't know anyone in the list. I'm just I'm still learning. Yeah, uh, Michaela North is sitting at five. Whitney Capicelli. Capalucci. Uh, that's, I can't read, sorry. Capalucci, Candice Wagner at third, Alex Alexis Johnson at second, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I kind of don't know um, some of these people. Uh, I'm really familiar with with Camille because she's uh, the games uh, games champion. So mm, that's right. She was in the games last year, right? Yeah, she was in the games last year. She won two years ago. Ah, cool. So on the men's side, it's Roy Gamboa, Travis Williams, Adrian Conway, Sean Sweeney, and Logan Collins. Familiar? Um, Are you familiar with any of these? Travis Williams. Um, Travis Williams actually is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made it last year. He has a really good story. If you want to look it up on YouTube, uh, stick his his group or his sponsors, Misfit Misfit Athletics, and they did like a short bio piece on Travis. Like he, I think in like high school, he was overweight and yeah, um, you know, he started training and now he's in the game. So like he has a a cool 180 story for him as far as like lifestyle changes go. It's Travis um, Williams, right? Okay, I think I've, yeah. I think I've seen this one. Have you seen his um? I think so. His little mini doc. Yeah. So, he's cool. Uh, what is is a yeah? I've game. seen this. I see, I've seen the story. Yeah, it's really it's really inspiring actually. Yeah, so that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I really want Easy Muhammad to go, uh, which is Elijah Muhammad. He's sitting at eight, and he does really well tomorrow because I want to see him back in the games. Uh, I forgot if he if he actually went last year. So it's going to be the top five going to the games or top ten? Yeah, top five. Top five, okay. Ah, okay, yeah. cool. So, like later, um, I'm not sure who went. Let's see. Uh, I'm not sure who went last. Um, I know, I think Elijah Muhammad went in 2014. I'm not sure if he went in 2015. Into the games? Uh, but was, yeah, but that's that was back before the regional, like the super regional. Super, happened. yeah. So... I'm not too sure, but yeah, um, the the Southern Regional looks pretty cool. Um, I was watching a bit of it. Mm-hmm. Worked well, and they had some uh, really interesting um, interesting matches. Cool. I'm gonna try to catch the highlights. Is uh, Adrian Conway's doing really um, yeah. the first that I watched? So nice. So, I don't know. It's, it's very it's very um, it's exciting. exciting right now. Yeah. And the games are in July. Oh my god, so long. Yeah, dude, there's still like a whole like three more weeks of regionals. I know, I know, because you have definitely got to do Atlantic, Central. Yeah, there's a lot. I know. Uh, so yeah, uh, can't wait. For, uh, tomorrow morning, at least for us, it's going to be the last two events for the Song. teams and men. Team. Okay. So teams, men's, women's. So. Mm-hmm. Man, I was watching some of the team stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. We can like even even though we didn't go, like I think we would have had a hard time if we went anyway. So yeah. sort of cool that we didn't uh, we didn't accept this year. I'm not mad about it because it's it looks hard, man. And we had I know people on the team from last year have, have other obligations this year too. So mm-hmm. oh yeah, uh, it's hopefully next know, year. Hopefully next year they get to go. Oh yeah. This is like hopefully. Um, I think in our region, like we have a really strong team. Um, I know Brian moved to East Coast, so I don't know how well he's gonna do. Um, yeah. At least we need someone to fill his his spot. Yeah. But putting the points up there. So. so, when Guam represents the regionals, I mean, do the other gyms also go, or just our gym? Um, no. So what it is, it's not really Guam is being represented regionals. It's your gym. Oh, okay. It's only um, it's only 
people that signed up with CrossFit Golf Method. Okay. So it's just them. Oh, I see. I think that's a fan. Okay, there. He muted it. Okay, good. All right. All right. So, um, uh, yeah. So it's just the gym. Your gym gets invited. So only the people oh. that participated or are registered under your gym can compete. Okay, I see. All right. Just wondering. So okay. then, also the other gyms here can compete in the regionals too, right? What's that? The other gyms in Guam also can be. Compete separately, but then, but they'll be re- representing their gym. Yeah. Okay. Well, so okay, so the way the um the team series the, the teams for the open uh-huh. is that your team, um, your team gets their own uh, a spot. Yeah. And depending how how the individual people in the gym do, will rank you accordingly. So if like a lot of pe like say like four guys get, like, top ten spots in Asia, mm-hmm. that means our gym gets pushed up oh, like, accordingly. Okay. So, it's sort of like you're ranked based on the individuals right. in your gym. Okay. And it's individual men and women. So, if you have really good, like, like right now, we usually have, like, the top men and top women on Guam. Mm-hmm. Then number one, and your team gets ranked. Mm-hmm. The other gyms can go to regionals if they actually... Um, if their individuals qualify. Uh, I see. So, if, like, if Guam really wanted to send a strong team, you would, like, get all of them registered, or all of them have to go to our gym. Right. Or one gym to do it. Okay. I see. So. There. Okay. So, Van muted his stuff. Awesome. We'll see if I'm going to put this in the end, in the beginning. I don't know. It'll be fun. This will be fun to edit. (laughs) Um, all right, so I guess that's the regionals. I mean, we're still... That's the biggest thing that happened over the weekend. Yeah. Um, so, during our week, do you have any highlights, Nick, that you want to point out? Um, okay, so, well, uh, for listeners, we're going to actually teach up this, this section of the podcast where we talk about our week, but instead of going through each day, like we were doing before... Yeah, we'll just talk about our highlights, like what are our big things that we accomplished or movements that we liked or, or workout. workouts, whatever. Yeah, or workouts that are very memorable. Um, that way we're not just like droning on about our week because yeah. we, we realize that it might be um, too long or too boring. boring. It's too long and it's kind of boring. Not for so, me because I get to talk about my shit. Because yeah. I love hearing myself talk, you know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That's why I don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I have to listen to this podcast. I'm freaking editing it. Yeah, that's why you talk so much. Um, yeah. So uh, I'll start out with, I did uh, a barbell club workout where it was a three-position snatch, and you had to find your heavy one rep. Mm-hmm. And I did this two weeks prior, and I thought it was power snatch, which is actually really it's a lot easier for me. But this was actually a regular snatch. And from the ground, and you have to do the squat, yeah. Yeah, so you do a regular snatch, squat, stand. Then you go to a hang snatch, then a power snatch. Uh, from the, actually, no, a hang snatch, then a snatch from the power position. Mm-hmm. And so you, like, it's... And you can't... Usually you don't let go of the bar. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, and, I'm, uh, and I'm not using any straps or anything, so mm-hmm. it's like... Release your grip. Yeah. Uh, 
so like the reason that this this workout was very um uh memorable or is a big thing for me is that i realized i'm still uh, i still have i'm so horrible doing snatches. snatches yeah like it's very still very bad like i'm not my form is not where it should be i'm not as strong on my pulls mm-hmm. like i i wish i could be uh, um my goal for this for this workout was to at least try to do 145 or, or one um at least yeah at least 145 155 is my pr so i was like your max for your snatch not yeah. But um, I'm trying to get closer and closer to doing a lot more at 155. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I couldn't, I could barely do 135. So I'm not sure if it was like the day, or if I was just uh, super tired, super tired from the week. I was just fatigued. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't. Um, I just couldn't get get anything heavier than 135, and I it. Just it shows me I still have a lot of things I need to work on. Like I still have a lot of weaknesses I can shore up, and you know, the more the more I do uh, snatch work, the more I correct my form. I think the easier it's going to be for me in the long run. Cool, cool, cool. And then uh, my second uh, workout that I really liked was a workout we did Monday. It was a ten minute AMRAP, uh, fifty double unders, and ten back squats at one thirty five, and. I don't know. I I really. Did you, did you really do 135? You did 135. Yeah, I I actually did 135. Nice. I think the hardest part for me was not the squats. It was the double unders. The double like, I had to do freaking. Yeah, I had to do 100 singles. So. Whatever. Yeah, I think because well by the third round, or actually yeah the third round like I couldn't I could barely do, um. I can barely string or uh, string more than ten together. Mm-hmm. Like the first two rounds, um, I was able to get um, all of it unbroken, yeah. and so but three, it's just I just couldn't get my timing down. So it took me like a little, like twice as long to get through fifty than it did the last two rounds. How many rounds did you get? Through? So uh, I got four rounds, nice. four total rounds at thirty-five double unders. Right. And I, I just man, I really wanted five. Like I was shooting for five rounds, so like every, every two minutes finish up, but. It's just I couldn't get there. I mean, um, my coordination uh, towards the end was really bad. Like I would only do like maybe three, three uh, reps or three double unders, and then I'd hit my shoes or something. <laughs> you know, I mess I mess up somehow, or I just yeah get tired. It was hard. It was a lot harder than I thought. Uh, my, I did the ninety five pounds because I think my legs was my legs was still uh, was shaky from the um, from maxing out on the back squats. So cool. But then I did four rounds in that. So. I'm mm-hmm. I'm happy. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, good job, man. Um, but yeah, that's it. Those are the two workouts I wanted to talk about for the week, and those, what, were, you know, those were your highlights of the week. Yeah, like uh, I'd, yeah, because we'll well max out week at least for the class this this week, and yeah. I didn't really participate because I haven't been doing all of the strength programming. Yeah. They, like, well, you've been doing a lot of the barbell stuff, so that you guys have been doing because a lot of my stuff is. Yeah, like I squat a lot, but it's only it's never anything above like seventy percent. Yeah. Um, just like a few times I did, uh, two reps at like ninety percent, but it wasn't nearly as enough, nearly enough, um, to get to like at least make me confident in in attempting a PR. Mm. So like that's why I didn't I didn't attempt any PRs this week because oh so I did I attempted the deadlift and I didn't, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I didn't PR. Okay. So. Yeah. So, my highlights of the week, since uh, this week we focus on uh, maxing out on our 
on our back squats, our deadlifts. Um, I actually I maxed out on my um, I PR to my uh, back squat at two hundred five. Yeah, when your you, second attempt. Yeah, my oh, second took took me two attempts, but I got it. And yeah, come on. Yeah. Way to way to hang in there. And then deadlift, I PR'd at two sixty five, which is amazing. Yeah, good job. Felt strong. Did you hear about Javin? No, but I'm Javin. Oh, uh, shoot. So, Javin almost PR'd his, his deadlift at 525. No way. What happened? Uh, he just couldn't stand it, but, dude, that guy pulled 525. Damn. Like, it was... And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Uh, like, oh, so, anyway, he was working with me, right? Yeah. Uh, during the deadlift. Yeah. And my, my like, 101% is 420, which is 5 pounds above my current PR at 415. Yeah. And the, that guy just picks it up, like... Butter. Easily, like it wasn't like it was that hard for him, right? Yeah. And I'm like, damn it, man! I was like, I struggled. Like I picked up the bar, like maybe two inches. Yeah. I felt my form break and my my back start rounding. Yeah. So I let go of the bar. So I just let go of the bar. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm not gonna try to attempt this again. <laughs> uh, and the time was already running out, so I'm like, I didn't want to do it. But yeah. then Jalen picks that up, super easy. And then he just walks over to 525 bar. <laughs> that another guy PR'd with. Yeah. Uh, not. Uh, in the same day, and he just lifts that. I was like, "All right, I'm done. <laughs> nice. It's over. I'm not gonna do this anymore." So, uh, but he got a really nice PR. That's, that's so, good. That's I mean, good. especially everybody. Everybody that got PRs uh, yeah. that day is like, "Good job, man!" Because right. it's really hard. Yeah. But I don't think I didn't. I didn't go. I didn't go on Friday, so I wasn't really. I don't know what my um PR, my uh, max weight would be for the for the um was the uh, strict press. Strict press. Yeah. Another thing I'm proud of this week, I got my kipping pull-ups. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's also a kipping or a pull-up max, right, today? Yeah, uh, on Thursday. So three minutes, do as many as you can, and I pulled 27 kipping. Nice, good job. Yeah, and then 10 of of them went unbroken, so I'm proud of that. That, What day was that? Thursday. They did the pull-ups? Yeah. Okay. Because Monday was the um oh Monday um Tuesday was the uh handstand. Handstand pushups. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, I only did um I did that one. I got I think I I think I PR'd strict pull-ups. I think. Oh, you did strict push. Yeah, I did strict handstand. I got twenty one. Nice. I still need to work on my handstand. I think that's my next thing I'm gonna work on is my handstands now. So I, I feel com- yeah. I feel confident with my um pull-ups. So mm-hmm. I think I'll move I'll move on to handstands mm-hmm. now. Oh, sweet. I think um, it, I don't know. I like handstands because it's, it sort of helps your your like push your press power. Mm-hmm. So like your push press, strict press. Right. Yeah. Like I felt like myself getting stronger in those because I can do strict handstand pushups. So. Yeah. All right. So, so it all it all links together. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think that's that'll be my next thing I'm gonna work on. It's my handstands. Probably. Yeah, s- I need to get. Um, I need to get more strict gymnastics work because, like, after seeing the regional stuff, especially that um, regional Nate, oh. <laughs> like the, the strict uh, muscle ups, muscle like, ups? man, yeah, I want that strict ring. muscle ups. I want to get into it's ring muscle ups. Oh, I need to get my yeah. rings. I need to order my rings. Awesome. Yeah, get your rings so we can try it out. I will. I'm gonna order it soon. Just looking for other things I can add on to it. Uh, barbell. Uh, pull up bar. Nah. I have to weld that onto the. Wait, are you getting it from Rogue or something? 
No, I'm just shopping around on Amazon. Okay. I might pick up a sandbag. Ah, oh, dude, go to go to Rogue. Check check Rogue Fitness. See if you have um, order it from there, or is it too expensive? For which one? The sandbags or? Like the, no, like the rings, like because it's cheap. Okay. I'm not sure. The shipping is not that bad. I'll check. I think. I'll yeah, check. let me know. You do uh, something cakes, kind of want some stuff. From Rogue, okay. Oh yeah, I'll check it out maybe tonight. I'm gonna go to work. Yeah. Oh, it's you might as well do something when you're at work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about I do a lot of things at work. <laughs> Um, alright, so, do you have anything else? Um, no, I mean, those are pretty much my highlights of my week. Um, yeah, well, we don't actually have, like, a topic, like, last week, where we were going to talk about hand care or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I was kind of doing some stuff with mobility, but I'm not, I'm not really ready to talk about anything like that, and I don't have anything else, um, really, uh, yeah, really much to talk about. I kind of want to talk about Barbell Club in the future and how that's going to help. That's how that's helping me cool. with all my lists, but uh, we'll probably just get to that later. Yeah. Wait for me, because uh, I'm going to start doing Barbell stuff because I'm on the graveyard shift now, so I could probably join you for some some days for Barbell Club. Okay, cool. Well, it uh, depends. Like, well, we'll see what happens, what Steph says. <laughs> nah, I told her I was going to do, I was going to do more stuff in the gym. Sweet. Okay. It's not on Tuesdays. Can we let me get Ben so he can join in our gaming portion? Yeah. So that's that's uh, that's it for our CrossFit section. So if that's what you were here for, you can skip to the end. But or don't uh, skip to the end and just stick around and listen to some wargaming stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So for the wargaming stuff, we're actually going to talk about getting into a war game mm-hmm. and especially the different types because there's probably like maybe three. Three um, different types of war games that they can be almost classified into. Yeah. I'll talk about money. Cost. You know, because that's very it's very important how much it's going to cost to yeah. get into this stuff. Um, and we're not going to sh- sugarcoat uh, this for you. Getting into war games and other, is pretty uh, yeah. expensive. So. But the, before we get that, the advance van in. Uh, Ben. You in? It's probably eating still. Well, Dell, you can. In. There he is. Yeah, yeah, there he is. Is that Van? That's Van. That's Van. Oh, he is. This. That's Van. You can hear his aircon in the background. And the, and the mic shuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering how much of this I'm going to edit out. Probably not. Is that Van? No, we can hear it. Is the aircon that bad? Uh, no. Uh, not as bad as before. So anyway, um, we're gonna start out with so, uh, some spoilers. Some <laughs> spoilers or news or gaming news? Yeah. Uh, I I didn't read a lot of it. I, actually, I didn't read any of it except for some <laughs> of the rep stuff. Oh, you're waiting for meta. Um, so. Yeah, I'm waiting for the meta things to drop. So I think this week because there's only like three left, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it should be this week. Uh, we'll see. Um, if you guys want to talk about it, you know, go for it. Uh, well, the other thing I read was the Retribution stuff, and that really got me excited for Retribution um, this this time around. I mean, um, they really changed up um, one of the units called the Mage Hunter Strike Force. I'm kind of glad they changed a lot of the rules, because that was one of the units that, units that kind of held back um, design space, uh, designed for Retribution, because they're so OP. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm just glad about a lot of the changes in Retribution. Some of the units, like the Dawn Guard Sentinels, which is a uh, infantry unit, they already it's um, their vengeance is um, it's natural now. It's not coming from the uh, Standard Bearer, which I kind of like. So I don't I don't how many times has my Standard Bearer died from Nick's um, AOE drifts. <laughs> um, so I'm glad that that's innate. Um, so I don't have to buy any new units. I'm I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, looks good. Really, yeah. I think they got stronger. Yeah, uh, I hope they did. I mean, um, think um, just looking at Kalissa's spell list, looks like she's gotten better. I like her her her, her rune bolts. I mean, it's not only not only does it just siphon um, energy, but also um, dispels and disrupts warjacks. Discordia looks freaking strong. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. They improved on the uh, character. The character on He can't get crippled if he's with Ron. Holy shit. That's mm-hmm. insane. Did you read um, Hypnosis? Um, yeah. Stuff? Oh, my gosh. The one Ossian? Yeah. Yeah. Sick. But freaking A. Sick. And it has, a, uh, it has a magical ranged weapon. Jeez. Ghost For Discordia? Ghost shot. Or Discordia? Yeah. I think it's she's a magical all... range weapon. Yeah, is that or magic? magical spray? Uh, yeah, I believe that's the symbol for magical. magic weapon now. Because mm. look at the caster. Do you see it? On oh no, well I have it in front of me. The casters' weapons have that same symbol. All of the casters. Okay. So that's the new magic weapon. Um, yeah. Uh, symbol. So I'm just I'm I'm glad for retribution. I'm I'm, I'm excited to play them next. And the new edition of War Machine. Um, I love some of the changes. update like with a spoiler like that, yeah, who wouldn't be? Right. I mean, the, uh, the uh, freaking Dongon and uh, Invictors. Holy shit, they have assault now. Sure, they lost flank with the White yeah. but they have assault. Oh, that's like assault. So shit. I think they teased Virus having. Um, I think his feet gives units um, flank. I think. Hmm. Something like that. I think they, they, I don't know if it's a nerf, but uh, his, his what is that, his eagle eye thing, or bird's eye? Oh yeah, it's no longer 360 front arc. Yeah. Which sucks. I'm like, but... oh, thank goodness he can be back straight, hopefully, if that's still a thing. Uh, which is fine. So they had to they had to give somewhere there. Yeah. They nerfed um, Synergy, though. Now it's, they only max out yeah, three. Three. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. Damn it, no more Griffins, man. But yeah, that's all I read. That's all the insider stuff I read. This is Retribution, and I'm just I'm just jizzing all over it right now, so can't wait to play. <laughs> How about you, Ben? Have you anything got you excited? Yeah, all these updates. Um, Convergence was interesting. Not, not much. Not much change, right, for the Convergence? Yeah, from what I read on that one. Um, then again, they said... Because it was designed in the later stages of Mark mm. II, that um, not nothing much really needed to change. I didn't uh, read the, the trolls. trolls one. Yeah, I was gonna get to that. Did did, did they nerf um, Mulg? Yeah, yeah. They, he he's um, I think he's slower. Because uh, I was reading the uh, Facebook uh, the trolls Facebook page, and it's like they're all salty about the um, changes to Mulg. Yeah, but um, 
What's that? The the their gargantuans got more boxes, and Rock supposedly got a buff. Hmm, I wouldn't know. I don't really play trolls. Um, and and everyone seems to be happy about Warders again. Why did they go Weapon Master back? No, no, not that I know of. But um, who did they get? I'm not. Sure. Well, see, I don't know what they had in Mark Two, what they have in Mark Two. So, uh, but from what I was looking on the forums, uh, was that, uh, I think it's what they also did to the champions. That's why they. Mm, I wouldn't know. I don't think. I think the champions still have Weapon Master. But um, one. I'm. Oh, is that the idea? Yeah, the Earthburn Dietro got nerfed, nerfed as well. Which one? Yeah, the, the EBDT doesn't the have. Um, oh, the Earthborn, yeah. That uh, thing where he can um, he can get your melee weapon. Yeah, the adaptation. But it looks tankier. Ah, oh, thank goodness. That was annoying when I'm, every time I play against Dwayne. So, yeah, oh, it looks tankier. Like, yeah. It gets immune to any kind of elemental damage. Nice. So. So no, fire actually got got mapped as well. Which one? Burrowers. With the burrowers. Burrowers. Yeah. yeah, because like now you cannot um you you if you come up from burrow you have to uh sack like I think you sack something like you can't basically you can't really attack once you come up from burrow. It's yeah. either you you move or you attack. Mm-hmm. So now my problem I play red. Yeah. It it is for quick player if you use the um oh yeah that's right diver the hell diver damn it but now you can uh you can stay burrowed you don't have to uh or according to the rules you don't have to uh, oh so you up. don't you don't have to pop up according to the rules here sweet yeah and it looks like weapon master stays the same three dice no just an extra dice oh, extra dice sorry extra dice at least going based on the trolls. Spoiler, because they had they, it's on their spoiler there. It says Weapon Master, and they didn't say any changes to it. So I just want this new edition to come out already. Yep, I, I, it will. It's coming out on the tenth. Because all these spoilers are just not really helping my. How oh, the tenth? <laughs> well, that's okay. when the, because that's the release. Everything comes out. Um, Twenty eighth. Like the, like everything comes out. Um, because the rules get released. I think the War Room cards get released on that day too. Huh. So like Funny. you can read the um. The tenth is when Warcraft comes out. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh well, because it's lock and load. Lock and load is on the tenth, isn't it? I. Uh, I'd care if I could go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, lock and load is from the tenth to the twelfth of uh, June. So, the official release is on the 29th, but the rules will be able to be downloaded on the twelfth. When is the new Warrens okay. supposed to drop? On the same day, right? I guess the cards come out as well. Okay. Yeah. Which is, so all the, the physical stuff comes out on the twenty. I think. Yeah, it's in the twenty ninth. Yeah. Oh, so. That's the official release, but like the card rolls and the core rolls are out on the twelfth. Cool. So that'd be cool. Yeah. Um. Oh, another thing that that uh, we I found out. From the insider, is that Manoth is the only faction with purification? Yeah, that's bullshit. Uh, bullshit. 
You didn't have purification. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, but the thing is now, I mean, um, what's that? Uh, from what I've seen on the forums and I was watching some discussion on that, you can still have your spell go through. You just have to take the damage. Which one? For the purification. For purification? Yeah, for the Mark Three. Is that how it works? Uh, trying to look at it. I believe so. No, purification means um, if you cast a spell, they have to take like D3 or something. That no, no, purification they want is... The spell to go through. No, no, purification is all upkeeps, anima, and continuous effects. Yeah, they're reading the Mark Two, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Mark Three is from what I saw. But that's not confirmed. Just... That's that's the problem, though. Yeah. That think... that um wording is not confirmed as that's what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. when they were talking about um that the certain factions are going to lose purification. They compared it to I think Doomshaper has a similar spell where mm-hmm. some it's a its command area loses upkeeps, uh continuous effects, anami in command area. Mm-hmm. So it's not purification because purification is control area. So that's why they're talking about um I mean, that's why if you think if you're thinking that it's gonna change, I don't think purification is gonna change. Well we'll see what happens. I mean the uh the new edition isn't out yet, so... And we're just going on speculations always, right now. Well, you can always recast the same spells without penalty. You just have to recast it. So... Yeah. <sighs> Looking forward to it. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna sink all my money. Yeah. Alright, so... Is that it? Anything else you guys wanna... You guys heard about War Machine? Or... Um, nope. Nope. I'm kind of, um... Um, uh, I'm, I'm pretty good. At least I'm still waiting for my faction, so... Uh, How many factions are left? There is... Menos, Signar... Signar um, I think Mercs and Minions. Mercs came out already. Did it? Mercs came out already. Mercs came out, like, two weeks ago. No. We just didn't talk about it, because none of us play Mercs. Uh... I don't remember. You know the we didn't get minions. Minions. Uh-huh. I'm curious how minions gonna play because I might get some minion model, minion model, minions model. Sorry. Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah. All right. That's about it. Anything else you guys want to throw in? Um. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Then. Um. I guess that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm still waiting for more quick spoilers. I'm done with spoilers. I just want to play the game already. Well, because your faction got released. Yeah! I'm excited. Is there? Yeah, both my factions. Oh, all three of my factions came out, so yay. Cricks. Cricks was the first one, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Cricks was the first one. Yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, that's what. That's it for our war machine spoilers, I guess. Um, Brief excitement. <clears throat> well, I mean, I, it's kind of hard because, like, uh, you know, I only pay, play one faction, so I can't really be excited for the other ones because I kind of care. It's like, I want to know what happens to my dudes. Play like mm-hmm. three. Damn it. Yeah, that's why you're good because you're like, oh yeah, like, 
oh, Scorn spoilers or Scorn Insider, and then you're like, oh, okay, Ret Insider. It's like Crix Insider. So you're done. All three factions have been spoiled. Uh, yep. I'm good. I just like seeing new spoilers because the more I learn about the other factions, the more it helps me learn about what Crix might or might not get. So I'm just looking forward to any kind of spoiler. Cool. The way I'm viewing this update, though, is that everyone's getting nerfed. Like, all of the things that were OP or all the things that people took regularly in the old faction are going to get toned down. Everyone's going to get and... balanced, not nerfed. There's no nerf or buffs, balance. It's all yeah, yeah. balance. Probably one it, way. It is nerfed because they're getting taken down in power level. Right. Yeah, 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 I get it, but it's, it's all just a balance. I guess if you're trying to compare power levels between Mark 1 and uh, Mark 2 and 3. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, um, are you guys uh, gonna get in? Are you guys gonna get the uh, the um, the starter boxes? Uh, if no, if they um, there's a way to... they have two uh, new two player starter boxes too. I haven't seen, I haven't seen it yet. I'll find it out. Uh, it's on the Party Foul Facebook page. That's the for the War Machine. It's Cricks and Signar. Wow. And for Hordes. Oh, for Hordes, it's Trollbloods and Legion. Ooh! Yeah, that makes it's, sense. Uh, oh, Legion's back then. Um, what's that? They're using, uh, from what I saw in the party fall, uh, they're using the new Warcasters that are in the starter boxes. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. But now you get two factors like the old Mark II starter boxes. Cool. But this it's still a better um, what you're getting with the Mark III stuff because you're getting like the tokens, the die... It, Pretty much what you're getting in the single faction star boxes, but uh, in, uh, doubled to allow two people to play. Cool. Whereas those faction starters are for only one person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's really looking good with the stuff there. They're pushing out, and there's some new models too. <clears throat> um, getting released. Holy crap! There's the new. I don't know if it's a unit or war beast or something for Legion. It's called the Hellmouth. Oh yeah, um, Crix is also getting a new unit. I want to say new oh, unit carry-on? or some yeah the carry on thingy. It's weird. I guess they're a unit, but they look like they're like mini jacks or something like that. It's weird. Cool. Um. Um. Yeah, there's they're getting kinds of new stuff. All right, that's and cool. finally, a a picture of the. Freakers released. Oh, the what? Like painted up. Huh? Of the what? Mm-hmm. The Inflictor? Oh, okay. So. Sure oh, by the way, um, what's that? Sorry. They did not really do a spoiler for, um, I, like, for the actual faction itself for Mercs. It was actually just a spoiler for Weapon Crews. Okay. So they haven't done, like, like a full uh, not faction actual, person, Not Mercs, because I'm going through a listing of the, uh, Somebody did a recap of all the spoilers so far, and um, it seemed like it was Mercs because they also released a card from a Mercs, but it was only because it was the Weapon Crew. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. I thought Mercs got spoiled already. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, I could have sworn they didn't release Mercs because I've been keeping up with these insiders. Alright. So, getting to war games. Um, so, we, I think the first thing you got to understand is that there's like pretty much three types of war games. You have... The smaller skirmish, which is like maybe, uh, what, three to five, five models, six. Three, actually, no, maybe three to ten. Three to ten models. Yeah. Um, 
And then you have, I guess, the small army games, like what War Machine is. And then you have, like, the, the large cinematic games, which which be, like, 40K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh... so all, all of them all have price points, and I think in certain cases you can actually play them at skirmish levels, but all of the games have a particular point or a particular set of models that you should play them at for the optimum. So, um, so let's get into a few uh, skirmish games. You are are smaller games, and those are games like uh, Malifaux's uh, one. Yeah, Malifaux's one. Uh, Infinity's one. Uh, Guild Ball. Guild Ball. Um, Anima Tactics was one. <laughs> yeah, it was one. X X Wing is a skirmish game. Ah, uh, yeah. X Wing would be considered skirmish. Yeah. So these models, um, they play these games play with a lower model count. Uh, like what Nick said, they they play the range between three to ten uh, models on the table. Um, also, skirmish games. If you're really on a budget and you but you want to play, I mean, um, skirmish games are very. I guess I don't. I don't want to say budget friendly, but you won't be spending as much compared to like War Machine or Warhammer. Uh, depending, I mean, if you're gonna you're really into the game and you uh, buy more than one faction, it can get pretty expensive too. Just yeah. like those big games. So <laughs> if you're like well, me, who is a person? If you're like me, I think who, um, the comparison should be if you're just gonna stick to one. So if if uh, like me, I don't really plan on buying more than one faction of Guild Ball. So the price point in comparison to me buying one faction of War Machine is a lot wider. So, um, but you're right. If you want to buy multiple, then the price point does add up. But when yeah. you're just going to focus on individual factions, it's comparatively cheaper to play a skirmish game. Yeah. So if you, yeah, I, I, those are good, nice intro. Also, um, also intro level games to getting into war games. Like if you never played a war game before, I mean, getting um, starting off at a, with a skirmish game usually helps. It's a good entry point. Yeah, we're just only sticking to like like the um hobby war games, right? Oh, uh, whichever. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 like we can also talk about like 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 like, um, like hero clicks also considered as like a. I was gonna say um heroescape. That thing is pretty um skirm- yeah, skirmish skirmish too. Yeah, Hero Escape, Hero Clicks is also skirmish. Pre-painted. Yeah, they're pre-painted, but you know. And uh, really low model count also. Yeah. Compared to. Uh... Compared to like these other games, um, then the next level, the next one up from skirmish would be like a small. How would you call it? Like a war-ish. War band. War band. I guess. Yeah. That's the term I've heard. It's war band. Yeah. Um, well, that or small army, I guess. Yeah. Like uh. Mm-hmm. Um, like War Machine is a small because it's small, yeah. Um, and, in that know, sense, I think it's um, those are games like uh, War Machine, 40k. 40k is not a big um, a big no, battle. Space Marines, if anything, would be the, small. Was that compared right? to uh, uh, Warhammer Fantasy? Yeah, it can be played way more. Um, uh, was that more uh, small army? Okay, I thought. Um, I think Space Marines would be more small army. Yeah, my 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 faction in 40k is small army. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there's but there's two, right? So like 40k oh, there's has more than one. You orcs, uh, um, that certain orcs can be played small army. Uh, Eldar can be played small army. Um, Chaos, some chaos can be played small army. 
um, some space marines can be played small army because so, there's more than one space marine army. So, so I guess like Warhammer would be kind of in between of a small army to a big army, depending on how we want to play it. Fantasy well, or okay. Either, both. I don't know. I'm not sure for fantasy. Oh, that might be, but yeah. uh, reading a little bit on fantasy, it seems more. I don't. From what I've seen, it's not so small army. Mm. It's it's a different well, beast from. From, but you uh, also have game. to take into account that fantasy is no longer fantasy; it's now Age of Sigmar. Age of Sigmar. Mm-hmm. So Age of Sigmar, from what I've seen, is is a yeah. lot smaller. It's a very small army game now yeah. because they kind of like gutted all of the like. Well, I haven't seen a lot of um, models or a lot of yeah. model units that it came out of Age of Sigmar. So, so if you're looking to play like well, these big skirmish, ga- uh, these big um, war games, um, these are the games you should be looking at. Um, be expecting to be paying more. Be paying a lot. I don't, yeah. You well, don't, from what I know about Age of Sigmar, there's no points, and don't. all the um, yeah, there's no point system, which is weird. But in Age of Sigmar, uh, that's why, and at least from the battle reports I've seen, people just like throwing a whole bunch of models in there. And I, as far as what I. I, it's different. I, I'm more familiar with 40k. Yeah, let's stick yeah. with that. Let's stick with what we know. Well, 40 40k is one of those games that you can scale up from like small army to a large battle. Yeah. Um, for the of... most part, for the most part. I mean, same same, I know, same I... goes for like War Machine. So you can start with a small army and you can start off with 25 points. Some... I know some armies in. I know some armies in 40k that they will just be outright terrible in as as a small army. So. Mm. Well, there's um. Well, what I mean is that you can scale up uh, War Machine, but it starts losing. Like it's a lot harder. It's a lot. Di- it's a different game when you actually start playing it at a bigger point level, like yeah. 150, 200. But like there's some like there's certain games that I've seen in 40k where they have a ship the size of the table that they can use. You know what I mean? So like it's it's a bigger scale. Like you can tell all that K plays at a bigger scale mm-hmm. than War Machine does normally. So like you can just tell by the Ships, um, even the they're the was it Titans, right? The huge, <laughs> those huge, uh, uh, big big models on the board. Yeah. Like I forgot they're called, they're called Titans, I think. Right, yeah. man. Yes, those are. Uh, so yeah. Um, what's that? I'm just I just meant like for small army. I said for the most part it, it can be small army in 40k, but there's just some armies that I know of in 40k that you have to have models. Like yeah, from what I know of. Putting, trying to make a small army with some with one particular faction that I know of is just, as far as I know, really gonna always get wiped out, and that's the Imperial or uh, Astra Militarum. Those guys need a lot of models. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right, so let's we want to talk about um, uh, yeah, costs, costs, like very, like costs and what you're gonna incur when you start uh, getting yeah into war Um. Aside from buying the models, you also got to buy um, like other materials to put them together, super glue. So you got to take that into account when you're doing research on which war game you want to get into. Um, I think um, it's so it kind of depends on what you want to do. Um, like war gaming, uh, at least most of the war games you'll see are not are not painted. Uh, games like X Wing. Pre-painted, they're Armada. pre-painted. Yeah, they're pre-painted. Pre-painted, but like games like a uh, like War Machine or um, 40K Infinity. Infinity, they come in 
in pieces, and you gotta put them together, and yeah. you gotta paint them yourself. But that's I usually, I, I personally uh, refer to the two as hobby war games. Mm, yeah, you can and, put it that um, way. And just the um, general war games, yeah. I guess. I mean, you, you can get the models just because the way because it looks cool, and then you can do some cool shit with it if you're very um, if you're very artistic. Uh-huh. Some people do that; they just buy the models and just um, paint, paint, and then that usually encourages them to try out the game. I mean, if you're very, if you're still kind of iffy on trying out or iffy about getting into it, you can start there. Yeah. Um. um but, but in the um, but trying to, to get into the game, you can either take the approach of, um, you're playing the game, uh, just for the game aspect because you like the rule set like um i guess the way the game plays or you can get into it on the hobby side where you like the way the models look and you want to um have your models look the best right uh some people do do either or and some people do both um i'm not sure i'm i'm a guy that likes both like i really like the system of all the games i play and i really like the way that my models look so i do paint and i do model from time to time so but I have met people that don't really care about the aesthetics of the game. They really like the gameplay, mm-hmm. and so they don't paint, or they'll just leave them uh, assembled. But there's no basing. Yeah. Uh, there's not even a primer on it. It's just all silver or plastic. Yeah. So, uh, so that's fine. So a lot of the research. Well, when you when you guys were getting into war games, like what did you guys have to research when you um, when you first started getting into it? What did you guys first look at? Uh, weird for me um, because I didn't start uh, organically. Like I was introduced to war games by uh, you and Van. Mm-hmm. So um, my first, my old, the only research I did was look into what game we were playing. So I think at first we were playing Animatactics, and so the first thing I wanted to do was I wanted to look at what what's the what's the coolest faction, right? What's the one that jumps out to me? So I picked up uh, Church because I really like the religious aesthetic and then when we transition to warm i picked also the religious aesthetic because that's what's the uh you know the best part to me yeah. or the most thing looking to me so the first thing i did was look at which models had the best look to it mm-hmm. how about you then when you go when you when you're first getting into war or war games in general uh well if we're gonna War games in general, I would have to start from Heroescape, and I researched which model has the aesthetic that I like, the look. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, really uh, I like uh, one thing that catches my eye is that there's a character that's a really badass, like swordsman or something. Yeah. Uh, it's the first thing that usually catches my eye. Okay. So like yeah, but in most uh, armies that I play, I always have some sort of character that's. Uh, has a cool uh, sword weapon on them or something. Mm-hmm. Cool. When I was doing, when we started War or Anima Tactics, I was looking into like which of the factions have like a cool gun. I, I'm I'm very I, I like to play ranged when I play war games. That's my kind of like my play style. So okay, I was looking around for like when I moved to, when we we're getting into War Machine, I was looking around for like which faction has a good range game. Or which has a more balanced, 
between a good, a good balance between melee and range. Uh, and elves, and elves. So. I remember that was the first thing I, I showed to you. Like, dude, check out the elves on this faction. Like, oh shit, the guy is drinking coffee. Uh, but yeah, um, so a lot of it is starting uh, doing your research on what you like. Um, not everybody will be, will be is into War Machine. It's not everybody likes the setting, or not any. Uh, not everybody will like um, 40k. Um, so starting off um, doing your research first, well, it helps um, which one you want to play. Um, Especially if you want, to, if you get into, if you really want a more thematic um, war game like um, Star Wars X-wing or the Marvel, um, I think Batman Knights and Marvel Knights. I think that's the name of the, uh, of those war skirmish games. Um, to, as th- those are usually a great places to start off with because it's more familiar territory, and you can you can usually start your research from there. Um, so with um, with costs. Um, how much more expensive is it, I guess, to get into wargaming than, say, or hobby wargaming than it is to get into uh, regular wargaming like X-Wing? I say X-Wing's a bit more... Um, the price range for X-Wing's a bit more cheaper. It's more affordable. But, of course, if you play more competitive, um, you, get, you, want, you would want to buy more models. And um, I'd say... Um, the hobby wargaming will be much more steeper with, with uh, in terms of cost because you have other stuff you have to um, buy, other materials you have to buy. Whereas like X-Wing where everything's already pre-painted. You don't have to worry about painting or anything like that. Yeah, it, it is more expensive for the hobby part, but uh, as far as it being a problem, it depends on you as a person. For me, yeah. it's not a problem. Yeah, like if you play competitive, you want to buy more models, then of course that's gonna you want to buy. Uh, you gotta be spending more. But if you just play casually, you're just gonna buy a few models here and there. It's not really gonna cost let's, you that much. Well, let's um. So let's talk about what your costs are. So in the game, you have. Well, let's say we'll get into a um, get into I guess uh, a small skirmish game. Um, if you want to be competitive, usually you'll you'll get most of your faction or, or models that will fill out your army. Mm-hmm. So that has its own cost in itself. And then if you want to be um, very artistic or if you want to be that kind of person that wants their stuff painted, you're going to have to spend money on materials uh, paint. and paints. Aside yeah, from the models. Paint, yeah. uh, brushes, <clears throat> um, maybe some putty yeah. uh, to, to fill gaps and create bases, mm-hmm. maybe some flock. Some glue, yeah. um, uh, pinning rods, and a pin vise. Uh, so there's there's actually a, a considerable cost that you incur when you um, when you actually pick up the non non pre painted stuff. Yeah. Now that's that's also not including uh, like uh, tables and terrain if you play in a place that doesn't have a LGS that provides those things for you, but that's a, that's, so like, that's a whole different thing. We don't have to get yeah. we don't have to get into that right now. Well, I mean, but it's it should be noted that it's also a part part of, of the cost. That's true. Yeah, because uh, we've put in money. Like I know I've I've put in money into terrain, especially materials and building building it. So you know, it's also time that you take to do that mm. because it kind of sucks playing with a really nicely painted army on a very bland wood table. You know. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So without some like cool scenic stuff. So that's also a cost that should be considered. Yep. Um, and, and you know, it's like Van said, it's up to you whether or not you want to pay these costs, and you don't have to to enjoy the game. And like I said, you don't have to paint your models in order to play the game. Um, but it does look better. Yeah. So. But I think there's ways there's ways to mitigate um, mitigate the costs at least for us um, mm-hmm. us as a group we've tried to host uh, painting parties where we'll let people use our paint and our brushes so I actually bought a couple of sets of brushes for other people to use when we paint they're uh, you know they're free for anyone to use so. So anyone can use our painting supplies. So I mean, if you're new and, you, and you're just trying out the game, especially if you're, only, you're thinking about getting into it, you know, you don't really have to worry about stuff like paints or brushes because we'll provide that yep. for the most part for now. And then, you know, if you want to get into it some more, then obviously you'll start buying your own stuff, your own supply. It helps if you get your friends into it too. So you can always pitch in the cost for supplies, at least the supplies. You can pitch in for the cost for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also group orders. Yeah. So, so very, um, I guess unique, right? Unique, but it's very uh, localized to international and I guess people that live on islands is that uh, most of us don't have an LGS, at least on Guam, we don't have an LGS that has paint. Yeah. Has, uh, has the good quality and we don't have a place to buy models. So everything for us is bought through online, online. retailers uh-huh. and um, it can get quite expensive especially when it comes to uh-huh. uh, shipping and so what our best thing is that we try to combine our orders to meet the threshold for free shipping um, uh-huh. which does which does help out in the long run because usually like um, especially at one of the stores shipping's like 20 bucks and that's like five dollars a person so I mean if we can order I think their threshold is like $100. We get free shipping on it. So. Yeah. And $100 is actually not a lot when you think about buying miniatures because mm-hmm. that's like if five people bought like $20 worth of stuff, you know. They boom. That's that's like two models, three yep. models for us. Yep. So it's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does but it does help it does help on the bottom line like getting a uh getting it a little bit cheaper. Now, that's I mean, we would obviously we're the type of people that would probably that would buy from an LGS if they had it available. Yep, I would locally. Yeah. So I I wouldn't mind supporting LGS if we actually played there, and but sadly like we're we still wor- we're still working on one. We don't have any. It's not that we don't have any. We're still working on one. Yeah. One. Yeah, we're trying to get um, southern like crafts. Some, at least. Yeah, to start carrying some stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, you can mitigate costs that way. Um, uh, at least, at least it's the easiest way to get at least the intro, like the intro, the um, hobby, yeah. hobby costs down. Yeah. At least to try it out, because um, if you don't like painting, you don't want to have to have bought like all these paints and these brushes, and you're not really gonna do it anymore. Seems like a waste. So I would, I would suggest trying to get you know someone locally to help you out. Oh snap! Sorry, no, no, there's uh, one of the X-wing um, um, waves coming out. It's a Millennium Falcon and X-wing from Star Wars: Force Awakens. 
Sorry. Oh. I got giggly oh, they that. did that too with the last with the with starter that X-wing starter had like the black Tie Fighters. Remember that? Yeah, I know, I know. Hmm. Uh, but so. then um, this one coming out, some pre-order in miniature markets. The the Falcon and an X. It's looks like Dan Poe's uh, X-wing, the black. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. cool. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, um, so aside from mitigating um, costs, also, um, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, getting um, looking into other companies that's um, that sell these models because some companies are more are will sell models at cheaper prices compared to others. Like, Van, how much is 40k models? Let's just say let's say an army. Uh. Like a unit? Yeah, like a unit. I'm sorry, like a unit. Uh, it also depends on the faction. Like, uh, I believe like a ten man unit of works is like, on average, twenty thirty bucks compared to like a ten man unit of space marines, which is like fifty, sixty bucks. It's yeah. really weird. I think it's because um, uh, going based on forums and from what I've researched on uh, that particular war game. Mm-hmm. And I, this probably might, well, yeah. with, with War Machine, uh, I don't know if it, I think, you know, with War Machine, it kind of does apply from what I've seen. Um, some units will get priced higher uh, than high, depending on how it's played, it seems. Like, with, like from what I, mm-hmm. my experience, um, war, Bane, Bane Thralls and Bane Knights, for some reason... Bane Knights are ridiculously expensive. Maybe it's the material, maybe it's the way they're used, but they are way more expensive than Thralls. Thralls are so much cheaper. Yeah. And it's like that with 40k. With 40k, Orc units are so much cheaper compared to a Space Marine unit. Yeah. So. And one of the reasons is, uh, based on how Orcs are played, you spam the Orc units, whereas Space Marines, you can't really spam them. Yet. They're Like I said, Space Marines are more of a small army uh, type uh, uh, force, so yeah. yeah, I guess they have to price those models a little bit higher because they won't sell as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking at how, how much individual models costs will also kind of help you influence which game you want to get into, and how much you're looking at spending when you get into war game. If you decide to play, if you decide to play war game, mm-hmm. I think. Um... I, I but when it comes down to it, so like you should just play what you whatever it is you yeah, want to much. play. Like, mm-hmm. um, if you don't like the steampunk setting, then you know War Machine may not be the game for you. Mm-hmm. If you want to play, um, you know, more futuristic, uh, games, maybe Furry. 40k would yeah. be for you. Like very um, sci-fi-ish. If you want to do sports, there's Guild Ball. Yeah, fantasy, um, fantasy soccer. It's Guild Ball. Yeah. Uh, if you look at something more also, thematic, you have X Star Wars, X Wing, Star Wars um, Armada. Yeah, and then like even like Games Workshop also has a lot, a lot of smaller games like Blood Bowl, uh, Mordheim, mm-hmm. right? So like you can always <coughs> yes. play those games. Blood There's Bowl also is, Blood Bowl is being um, released soon, um, and they're working on bringing back a lot of their other um, uh, special side games. games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, yeah, so there's there's always, I mean, there's a game for ev- for almost everybody, I would think. Um, <laughs> there's also a like a comic book miniatures game that's being developed or that's out yeah. right now. So like, if you want to do that, you can or if play you're, that. If you're into the World War Two's or World War One um, setting, there's a game for that also. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I mean, 
I mean, the best thing is one is to figure out if you have a local community that yeah. actually plays any of these games because nothing's worse than black that you want to play and you have no one to play it with. Right. Or and then at least try to encourage your friends to try them out at least. Oh yeah, try it out with you. Yeah. Buy a starter. So um, let's start your own community. Yeah. Like what, we're, like what we're trying to do. Oh, that's kind of what we pretty much did. We pretty much built a war mission community here. Uh, it's not a lot of people, but it's enough, you know, mm-hmm. it's enough to get games in. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... But I think, uh... Fighting I up. think... Oh, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. I don't know, I just think, like, playing playing the games that you want to play... Yeah. Is, the, ...is always the best, you know, best idea, because I've heard of stories, like, uh... I remember Muse did this, um... Did, uh, like a... Not a story, but they were talking about uh, Chad, when Chad was first starting to play, he only had... Uh, was only able to play with three people in his area. I think that's back when Mark One came out. Yeah. So like for the longest like three years, he said he was playing, um, playing trolls against the same two people, which is fine. Yeah. So I mean, it doesn't have to be a, a big group you, as long as you have enough people to play. You know, at least one other person to play against. Mm-hmm. And you know, you don't think it's gonna die out, and you know, that's all you need. Yep. So find out what you want. Find out what you'd like. Do the research. Mm-hmm. Um, and then be prepared to spend a shit ton of money. Gotcha. <laughs> um, anything else you guys want to throw in there? Ben? Hello? Yes. Anything else you want to throw in? Add into what we just discussed? Um, terms of cost? In terms of getting into war, war games in general. Uh, yeah, in terms of getting into war games. Anything else? Um, add to that. Cost, sure. Um... No, nothing much. It is an expensive hobby, but um, it's mm-hmm. you know, there's a fun factor in it, and so yeah. I think anything I mean, that the... has sorry. Um, that... no, there's a fun factor in it that appeals to me, and um, that's uh, that's what helps me um get over the cost. Yeah, I mean, if you enjoy the game. You'll pretty much spend money on it anyway, so. <laughs> I think um, if you're, um, you know, it's it's the same thing as in buying uh, a video game, right? So, say I wanted to buy uh, like a new PlayStation game, and I spend sixty dollars. It's only as good until I get tired of it. Right. So the mm-hmm. good thing with um, war games is that. My my models, well, well, for for the most part, of, at least of what we've seen, is the, all, most of the time going to be relevant for the life of the game. Whereas that, you know, that PlayStation game is not going to be relevant for our, you know anything past the new generation of consoles. So if the PlayStation comes out, that PlayStation Four game is totally useless now. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at a sh- my shelf right now, and I, I see. Like four PlayStation Two games that I haven't gotten rid of, <laughs> three PlayStation Three games that are still on the shelf, and I'll, I'll never play them again. Right. You know? But yeah. at least uh, I spent forty dollars on a unit of Warmish and stuff, like my unit of Errants, and I've I've been playing them for four three years, like yeah. about three years now. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten three years of fun out of them. Mm-hmm. And even and if and if, the, uh, if the game dies out, like Anima Tactics, we can still use our models for like any uh. We can use our, mo- our models to for any uh, other games. Like we can use for D and D pieces. If you play if you play RPGs, we can use them for um, 
NPCs or whatever you want to play, use them for. Or if I you... proxied my army for for yeah. guild ball using anima tactics stuff yeah. until I finally assembled all of them once I got now. Yeah, so these models, once you buy into it, these models will stay for you for life. And they'll always be relevant one way or another. Yeah. And you know, if you're into the hobby aspect of it, like take pride you could take pride with your work. Display it proudly. I mean, um you painted a badass model. Display it, you know. Oh Sit on your shelf, you know, collect dust, but at least when people pass by and see it, they'll compliment it and they'll say, hey, that, that looks cool. Where'd you get it? And, you know, and then you tell them that you painted it yourself, you know. It's very appealing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I mean, I, I, I was in that boat before, like, long time ago where I saw a war game and for some reason it, it didn't really just catch my attention. And I think it... Uh, one other thing too is I think it just depends on the individual and you know what's interesting them at that point in their life mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, just also, my personal mention, experience oh sorry uh, just really quick my, my at least for me personally uh, and this uh, me personally I think one of the key things that me into wargaming was tabletop RPGs because right after I really got into D and D, I that's what really pushed me even and appreciated even more uh, tabletop. Uh, Van, say that again, because you're kind of breaking up. Hello. Yeah, say it again. Um, was that I? Th- for me personally, one of the things that uh, uh, helped me trans uh, ease my transition into wargaming was tabletop role playing. How did that did that come in clear? Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to throw that out there. So it might be different for how into uh, the war gaming hobby. Yeah. Or scene. Vic, do you want to add anything? Um, I forgot we should I should also mention um vindicating costs, you can always buy armies on eBay and oh, Barter Town. Yeah. Oh, they're they're substantially cheaper. Yeah. If you buy it used, so mm-hmm. I mean the models are all good. Oh, we lost Nick. Nick, hello. Or Nick, say it. Nick, hello. Did he break up? I think so. Oh, did I, well, yeah. did I break up too early, or did all of us break up? No, you were fine. A oh, little, yeah, a little bit. Nick, can you say that again? Because you kind of broke up. Oh, I was breaking up? Okay. Um, no, I'd say you can like either check out um, like eBay or Barter Town um, for uh, for like discount or use basically use armies yeah. and uh, you can strip them. Uh, pick those up at, and they're, oh. they're really they're still good. They're in good condition. You just probably just have to strip the paint off yeah. of it. And mm-hmm. and there are ways to strip the paint, and it's not so, and it's not going to damage the model in any way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anything else? Anything else? Um. Nope. Uh, cost-wise. Uh, I think we pretty much covered it. 
Okay. Oh, Nick's dead. Um, hello? Hello? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. were quiet on your oh, yeah. for a while. I was, yeah, I was Skype, uh, is, I Skype my... is being weird tonight. It is. Well, I don't have my microphone on purpose. Oh. I'm talking something. Oh, okay. So, um, anything else you guys want to add on to starting up Wargaming? Uh, just like, you know, Wargaming is, is something different. It's not the same as, you know, playing a video game. Uh, it's, um, it's, it's a lot more personal, uh, at least for me. Uh, I'd rather, I'd rather play a war game with my friends and kind of online with my friends at this point. You know, because I played the whole, um, I played the whole MMO with friends, and um, I, I'm having a lot more fun, you know, going to Riddell's house and playing War Machine than I ever did playing WoW online. I think, and I think it's, I think it's just because we're all together in person, and we're not, um, you know, we're not. I'm not staring at a screen. You know, we're all, you know, I can see, um, I can see. He does when I kill his caster, and it's a lot more satisfying than killing him in, in like a virtual game. So, for mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and this is just my because I'm not an expert on how to start up a hobby, but I think the for someone has no experience in wargaming, one good way to try to so at least to try to uh, get themselves into the hobby is to find another person to try the hobby out with them. It's yeah. very hard to do it by yourself and to find a group. Rather than find a group, just find one other individual and the both people try it. Because I think that's kind of how that's we how, start. Yeah, that's how Van got me to get into playing some games. Right? Yeah, we were all like, yeah. hey, let's go try out Heroescape. Heroescape. That's, how, that's so, where it all started from. Yeah, don't try to start out big and get a whole bunch of people into it. Try to start one person. Yeah. And start small. See. And... Um, you know, get your feet wet trying out the rules first. Yeah. And... yeah. All right. I think that was a good. Awesome. That's a good topic. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to um, recommendations. The recommendations. All right. Who <laughs> wants to go first? I'll go first. Of course you will. Okay. So uh, I'm gonna recommend uh, Loot Crate this uh, this week. Um, I've been a subscriber to Loot Crate um, for maybe two years now. Del, how, how long have we been on it? Two years, two or three. I've been on it like almost three years. Yeah. I, I, I think I started like a month or two after you did. Okay, so we're about the same then, yeah. Yeah, so about two to three years. Um, lately, it's gotten a lot better. Uh, they, it's so, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I should talk about what it is. Uh, Loot Crate is a subscription box service where they send you, um, a bunch of nerdy things every month. The cost is about twenty dollars. Um, in each box, you'll get a T-shirt and uh, a big bunch of uh, nerdy, geeky stuff uh, uh, that conforms to a um, theme every month. I think last month was Quest, and they like had like a T-shirt of Labyrinth. With David Bowie on it, had like a That's awesome. a drinking horn from Vikings, uh, a D twenty ice mold, which is awesome. That's awesome. Um, Did you use yours? So like they have, not yet. Oh. 
I'm waiting. Why do you take my own place so I can use like the Avengers Ice Tray and the D20 mold? Man, I've been using those. I've been using the Avengers Ice Tray. I've been using the Avengers Ice Tray. It was pretty cool. You go. You live in your own place. I don't get so. I need to get my own place and do that. Only because I want to put it into like a bowl or something in the freezer, so I don't have to worry about keeping keep on making ice. Um, so, uh, uh, it's like about $20 and, uh, items are worth usually double, like 40 bucks. Yeah. But, uh, this year they're including a shirt in every crate, so, you'll get your I mean... Mo- you'll get your money's worth. Yeah, it, Great. basically the shirt's about 10 to $20 anyway, yeah. so it's, you're basically for the shirt and other things extra. But it's, um, it's a little bit under $20 a month. And I I I've like I love it so far. You get a bunch of like exclusive stuff. Like if you're into the pop, uh, vinyl miniatures, the Funkos, the Funko, yeah, yeah, like they they actually have a bunch of um exclusive stuff that is actually worth uh more by itself than the whole crate itself. So like I we got a glow in the dark Groot for one of the boxes, and that thing is selling like for sixty dollars on eBay. Yep, if you wanted to sell yours. So that can pay for three crates. So, mm-hmm. like, you get some cool stuff, uh, exclusive things, and um, I haven't had really had a crate. I've had, like, maybe two crates that I really didn't like because I really didn't like the items that they put in because I didn't like the shows that they were a part, yeah. part of. So, but then that was in, like, three years of me ordering, so uh, check it out yep. if, you, if you're into that. If, you're, if you want to try out a subscription box and if you want to... Uh, Check out um, some nerd stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, Ben, got anything to recommend? Uh, I will recommend an animated film series called uh, Berserk: The Golden Age Arc. Is that the three... new one? Yes, the three movies. Yeah. And um... is Berserk the the anime with that one dude? Yes, fighter with the big sword, wears all black. Big sword. <laughs> yeah, so I... specific. Uh, yes. No, because everyone knows what it is. Yeah, I know. Mm. Uh, yes, I recommend I recommend watching the uh, the Golden Age Arc film series. It's three animated films. Mm. Uh, it's a condensation of the of the uh, old animated series. But animation. Oh, so you have like seen it. Yeah, there's there's an old animated series. It's like a twenty twenty some episodes right? episode yeah. series. Uh, but the animated films, the Golden Age arc, uh, condenses all of that, and the animation is way better. Well, then again, it, it's newer. It was these oh, films made okay. in the uh, in the uh, late 2000s. I think 2000 after 2010, the films were made, and really, really good um, production and um, animation mm-hmm. compared to the old. I think they were made in the 90s, but and. Um, and also the 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 film series is um, going to be followed up by a new animated series that's coming out. I want to say later this year, if not next year. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Berserk: The Black Swordsman Arc. Cool. So oh, cool. That, that's never been done. The Black Swordsman Arc has never been done in any kind of animated medium that I know of. It's all only been in the. But um. Cool. Yeah, the uh, the animation for the new Black Swordsman series is also good. looks also really really well done. Almost uh, could be it's as good as the film series, uh, but better. So yeah, nice. I recommend those. Have you guys seen those? Nope. 
The Golden no. Return? I think you're showing me the... Check it out. Yeah, no, I haven't seen any. I think you might find them on Netflix. Oh, let's, let's see. Probably check that out later. Getting better. Yep. Yeah, there's it's three films. First one is called The Egg of the King. Second film is called The Battle of Do- for Doldry. And the third one is called The do, Advent. Do I have to watch the uh, the series first before getting into those? The, or? the old series? Yeah. I mean, no. Okay. Golden Age Arc is pretty much the old series condensed into three films. Got it. Okay. So it's a bit shorter. If you watch the old series and you compare the two, you'll kind of be like, oh, they, they cut some stuff out. But, I mean, because it's three films, they have to kind of condense it. They leave some minor stuff out. Other than that, the main... The main points to the story are there in the film series. Cool. And also, the animation is much better. Nice. Um, okay, so since we talked about Wargaming today, I will recommend Guild Ball. If you like <laughs> soccer, if you like rugby, and you and you always want to put them together, Guild Ball. That's what you get. It's a miniature skirmish sports skirmish game. It's pretty much soccer, but you can beat the living shit out of the players. And it's fun. I'm proud of hearing any of that, but I don't think it works for me. What's up? You didn't hear any of that? No, uh, you, cut, you cut out for me, but... I think Sky's cool. acting funky, but yeah. I recommend Guild Ball. Uh, I play Guild Ball, so I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, right now... Uh, see- Matt, the funny thing is, I hate, I don't like soccer. The, what appealed to me about Guild Ball was that it was more... To me, it reminds me of the game Blitzball. All from fantasy games. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, it's uh, it's Final Fantasy Ten. Oh okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's like the water sphere. That's what yep. I that's what I recommend. Can, I mean, you can fight each other. Yeah. And then you, you can also try to into the the goal. So to yeah. me, it, it reminds me more of um, Blitzball. Blitzball. Yeah. So yeah, um, season two just dropped, and the new faction, the the Hunters. Hunters? They look fucking amazing. They're a panther, man. The mascots of panther, and one of their freaking players is a freaking bear. It's a bear. Yeah, that's cool. Dude. Ah, but yes. Um, good ball. There's RPGs out already for that thing. Oh, not yet. Supposedly there was an RPG that's being made for it. There's also a card game that's being made for it, too. Yeah. What's his name's making it? Um, DC. Yep. Phoenix, uh, Clockwork Phoenix. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So he's the one. That, so that's cool. yeah, I mean. I wonder if he's still oh. with Privateer Press. No, he's not. He has his own company now. Yeah. Not even part time oh. anymore. Yeah, I remember he was part time with Privateer. Yeah. But he's completely out of Privateer. So yeah. So uh, I would recommend Guild Ball if you guys are looking to start a war game. Check out Guild Ball. I would also um, want to make a side recommendation and tell you to watch Civil War because it's amazing. Right? Oh, man, did you see it? Team Captain. Team Captain. Fuck no. Hell no, dude. Team Iron Man. Fuck, fuck Iron Man. Team Iron Man. Team Iron Wreck. (laughs) Whatever. It's it's better than Titanic? Uh, Yeah, sure. (laughs) I don't know why they titled it Captain America Civil War. I mean, it's... Because it was, it was about Captain America. Not really. Is it really? Like the whole movie didn't really focus on Captain America itself. Yeah, it did. It followed him, Bucky. Yeah, like that the, whole. There we are. The last twenty minute part was, of the movie. No, like the whole thing was like yeah, they showed parts of Captain, 
and it was Captain, and then you had like Tony Tony Stark running around doing Tony Stark stuff, and then and I, I still think but, that like Civil War should be its own movie, and then Captain America should have another movie by its no, own. So, I, I think it's fine. I like it. Sorry. I don't know. I like the thing. Um, well, if, I'm on I'm on Captain America side. Whatever so. the case, blame Disney. Actually, Disney made so much money that movie. Yeah, <laughs> I think that movie made more than um, Batman v Superman, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it made more money than every opening. I'm not sure. No, no, Yeah, but the real Didn't question is... Deadpool? Deadpool. You, yeah, but the real question is, do you guys like it better than Batman v Superman? I haven't seen Batman v Superman. I haven't I, seen it. I have yeah, terrible I things it. about it, so... No. Oh, you guys haven't I seen wait, it? No. I wait for it to come out, like, on a really good... Uh, pirate... I don't want it. <laughs> 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 I will not pay money to watch that trailer, apparently. Right? I thought, I thought you guys already watched that. Oh no! Like oh, okay. I was thinking about it, but I'm not a real big DC fan. Uh-huh. I I started becoming a more of a Superman fan because he killed Zod. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll watch it because there's actual killers in this one. That's yeah. the only thing that that irritates me about DC universe is that no one kills anybody, not even Batman. I'm like, the fuck ever, Batman, just kill somebody already. Well, okay, that's his thing. Like Batman doesn't want to kill anybody. That's not his. Um... He's a Superman, and that's the thing that I hate about it. Yeah. That's why I like Deadpool. Deadpool kills everybody in the first eight minutes of that uh, fight sequence. <laughs> I love that. That was the best part. I mean, it's because it's more realistic. Like, yeah. come on. Mm-hmm. You guys gonna see Apocalypse this week? Oh yeah, uh, I want to. I'm gonna try to win tickets for the premiere on Friday. Hopefully, we'll see. Hopefully, it's good. Uh, yeah. I was I was a bit disappointed with Days of Future's uh, Days of Future Past, but I'm hoping Apocalypse will be much better. Don't I don't think I don't like about the the leader the X Men First Class and Up movies is the fact that they can't be tied to the Marvel movies. That's the main thing. Yeah, I'll never understand like why Fox wouldn't just um, not give rights at least partner up in Marvel like what like what Sony did yeah. with Spider Man. Yeah, that's the only thing that irritates me with those, with that film series. They would just partner up and make a versus cohesive. Sorry, go ahead. But it's not, that's the thing, like, it's all about the money, so you can't really expect anything more. Like, these people that are running there, calling the shots, are not comic book fans, you know what I mean? At least, I think the the people that are running the Marvel Cinematic Universe are. I heard the guy that, that, um, that is running the, their Cinematic Universe is a big comic book fan, but like the executives at Fox, they don't care. You know, they just sure. want. It's all about money. They're just trying to get paid. You know. Yeah. Uh, so that's the sad, sad thing. I mean, um, yeah. Um, I mean, was that? Well, one thing I particularly I'm hoping for is because Fox so far has been doing a really, at least from my personal view, they've been doing a really shitty job. With Fantastic Four, I'm hoping those will go back to Marvel. At least the Fantastic Four, if not freaking X-Men. I have, for some reason, people still want to feed the X-Men franchise, but Fantastic Four, I think, has to go to Marvel. I'm hoping they'll... Oh, I don't think I'll watch another Fantastic Four movie. Mm-hmm. Heard the last one was bad. It was the, it's still it was still by Fox, and they, did, they deviated so much from the comics. Yeah. So it's like I'd I'd like to see you know them lose the rights and get the rights picked up by somebody who wants to uh, you know who who really wants to uh, bring the comics to life. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. 
think that's a good. I think that's a podcast tonight. That's right? a podcast. Yeah. So if you want to check us out, um, you want to drop us an email, you can um, email us at barbellsandboxcars at gmail.com. You can check out our Facebook page, um, facebook.com slash barbellsandboxcars, right? Did, I get um, um, did, you, did you do it? No, I know, but then the sla- uh, the Wait, 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 I'm bad at this. Uh, check us out on, just, just check us out on Facebook just type in Barbells and Boxcars you'll find us there um, yeah, no, it is uh, facebook.com slash Barbells and Boxcars ah, eat it um, you can also check out our gaming group the Mendes Fells um, gaming group uh, uh, on Facebook um, we also have an Instagram Limitless Fails and Barbells and Boxcars um you can find me on Instagram at at r e barzable at r y b a r z a b a l, and you can see my post workout selfies. Oh yeah, yeah. the best part. Yep. Don't never take a picture with with other people though. Nope. Because he's a jerk. It's called a selfie. It's called a selfie for a reason. No, you you taking pictures with Julian and <laughs> Dom. Hey, it's also once I took a picture with Dom. I had a, I have a picture with you. Shut the hell up. I took a groupie with you. Right? It's cool though. <laughs> still salty. Um, uh, how can they find you, Nick? Uh, you can check me out at um, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at E N Palomo. That's E N P A L O M O. You can also check out my blog. Um, 8bitbarbell.com and nerdfitguam.blog.com for all the stuff that I write and review. Um, yeah, that's it for me. Alright, so I guess this is an episode. Um, thank you for listening to episode 5 of Barbells and Boxcars. I'm Ronell. I'm Nick. We are the Hammer. And that's Ben. That's Ben. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys again. Yeah.